0: I know that you're trying to fix me, but I don't want to be like you. But I don't wanna be like you. Keep your stupid job, pretend that you're the person you want it to be. <laughs> and you're dying not to work, but work until you die. And you're dying not to work, but work until you die. You're dying not to work, work, you work, but work until you die. You're dying, 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 dying inside. Say no. I'm not.
1: So good it's about to get better Good morning internet and welcome to the Marcus morning radio show for January 13th That's right happy Friday the 13th y'all I hope your good luck your good luck tank is full and your bad luck tank is ready to receive the good graces of the day what is it is where does Friday the 13th? right is that is that just a US thing does that superstition go all over the world do we have a is there a Friday the 13th you know booging over there in, in the Sweden's I don't know I don't know one thing that I do now is that you have found yourself on the doorstep of yet another beautiful day either your week is coming to an end or your weekend is just starting but either way what you do is gonna be up to you you have a wonderful oppor- opportunity every single day to wake up and do something different than you did the day before. It's truly, truly a beautiful thing to know that the grand majority of people in this world, the only thing stopping them from doing something is themselves. And I just think that is, what a, what a beautiful rule to teach yourself. Right? What a wonderful mindset to have that the, the objections, the objections to... um. My happiness or mine and mine alone, right? And there's something really beautiful to that. Huh. So on this day, on this beautiful Friday the 13th, I want you to take a minute to reflect on exactly what it means to live your life. Because you should be living your life. Don't live somebody else's. Make sure you're living yours. So we got a couple cool stories I want to talk to you about today. Today. Okay, we got some Swedish news, believe it or not. Big deal over in Sweden with the awesome discovery. There's I kind of want to talk on a lot of the recent spike in heart attacks. I think that's a really fascinating thing that's happening right now. And I think there's a couple facets to the heart attack spikes. Um, and I think it's interesting. So I want to talk about that for sure, man. And then I had one more, oh, that's right. So another science one today. Um, And we also, for the first time ever, the interior design of a human cell is mapped. I mean, the reason why these lame, like lame, most people don't care about these types of stories because it doesn't matter. But the thing that a lot of people don't understand is, you know, penicillin was discovered from moldy food. Microwaves were discovered because a dude had a chocolate bar in his pocket walking past a nuclear reactor. You know, radio waves and shit. I don't know if it was a nuclear reactor, but it was some. that's how we figured it out. It's like, hey, why's my chocolate bar melting? How come I got a bunch of tumors on my nipples? Like those are the, and then they figured it out. And he's radio waves, radio waves vibrate molecules. Vibrating molecules make heat. I can warm up my Pop-Tart with this thing. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, you don't know where information is gonna come from. You don't know what newfound discovery is gonna change the world, right? And I can tell you right now, when it comes to this new type of science stuff, it's, it's important. This is the stuff we should be talking about more because it should matter the most. This is how we stop cancer. This is how we stop cleft foot. You know, This is how we no longer have inverted penises. I don't know, but you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. There's a, like the politics, the inner workings of cultural back and forth theisms where we fight and argue about whose idea is better than next. That's important too. That is a part of the world that exists without a shadow of a doubt. But it can't be the only part okay and right now in a world of only parts we can focus on one thing at a time we're either mad about this or we're mad about something else it's like no 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 no, hold on man we really got to spread out our 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 collective thoughts a little bit we've gotten way too singularly focused staring down the barrel like we have one target and one target only and that's wrong so thank goodness for the people out here who are doing god's work and still focusing on science, can you change the situation with the dogs, please? This is not a little distracting. Sorry. Um, uh, Cheeks is, Cheeks is ready to party, and I am not. I, I believe it or not, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm pretty distractible. I get, you know, I see something shiny and I move to the left, even though it's to the right. I don't know why it makes any sense, but that's just the way it goes. <laughs> You know, I, uh, you know, what drives me crazier than anything else in the world. And I don't even like school. And this will tell you something. Nothing drives me more crazy than when you're at like a lecture or somewhere where someone is talking like a presenter and then people are talking in the, um, lecture hall. If it was legal, I would punch them in the face. I'm not kidding. I wouldn't even tell them because they should know why there's nothing. And then someone will try to talk to me like I'm a rude asshole and I'll literally be like, huh? I I won't I will not engage because fuck them man, Do you know how hard it is to be a presenter Do You know how hard it is to be a presenter where people aren't paying attention So it's just you know, it's one of those things where don't be that person shut up and let the The, the, the talker talk is the thing because screw you you're if you were important, you'd be up in front talking No, <laughs> you came to see this person. So therefore listen you know, it's just it's I've been a presenter a bunch of times and it's, it's it's always drove me crazy I've had to teach while people were talking and not have the authority to go yell at them And it's it's truly frustrating. Obviously. This has nothing to do with you guys I'm still talking about the dog, but it's a little easier with chat because I can like I don't have to look at chat It's not an audible distraction, you know, but as I digress um, I didn't want to talk to you guys About a discovery, man. So the interior design of the human cell is mapped for the first time, a breakthrough that could revolutionize healthcare. So what exactly does this mean? Like you, you, you were taught about cell cells in what second grade, first grade? You know, nucleus. You got the endometriosis. I don't know, but you got all the parts, right? What exactly does it mean when someone says that they have mapped the human? (laughs) Excuse me, mapped the human cell. Well, it means that somebody took the time to take two hundred thousand images of a cell in various shapes and kind of orientations, right? And then they've been doing it for over eight years. And here's the thing is and we it's compli- it's hard to understand why it matters when we when it's applied to something that has absolutely no application to our general life. Like why does this matter? I mean, we talked about it before. it helps us create medicine, it helps us do this. but that's that's not what is actually going on right here. I want to explain it in a way. So imagine you have been using a computer your whole life. You're fascinated by them. You've, you've researched on them. You study them. You've taken them apart. You've put them back together. You've lived your life as a computer user your whole life. Your whole life. Power user. And then because somebody or a group of people spent the time, they discovered that you could push alt-tab. And from that point on, alt-tab was invented, discovered, and utilized at the highest level possible. That is, that is kind of what this is. This is that next step in science. So currently, based off of our previous discovery, we know that cells divide based off of um, these... What are they called? But the reason we age is because our cells divide and die, right? And there's this little finger thing that if we could figure out how to make those little finger things not get shorter every time a cell dies, we basically have solved one of the biggest issues to stopping aging. I don't remember what those little finger things are, but basically, every time our cells divide and our whole body goes through a cell division cycle after about seven years, right? Where every single uh, cell in our body more or less will be broken down, replaced, and da da da. And it might be the axioms, I'm not exactly sure, but basically every time this happens, those things, they get a little shorter for, for all intents and purposes. And having a better understanding on what, how they divide, what happens when they divide, a way better understanding of that process allows us to create new medicine. Because you can only make medicine as good as your current understanding of the situation. Right, penicillin used to not, well, bad example, because it's barely used anymore. But like penicillin when it was first discovered, it was a big ass injection shot into your ass. I mean, and it's not the way. And then eventually we figured out how to do pills. Like think about how revolutionary a uh, dis, uh, discovery making pilled medicine is. Because before it was all liquids. They didn't, they didn't have the processes to make pilled medicine. And discoveries like this where you are mapping, mapping the human cell is just wild, man. It's very cool to me that in spite of what the news wants you to think, there's so much more going on in this, uh, in this world than just politics and rage and not liking each other and not doing things. <laughs> I mean, it's just, and just to quote one of the directors, we built all of this from scratch, including the metrics, to measure and compare different aspects of how cells are organized. It's just, imagine being a part of this group. You're just shutting off the rest of the bullshit, and you're saying, listen, we have an objective, we have a goal, and we're going to execute that goal to the best of our ability. And it's just sweet. <laughs> it's just really cool. Um, My cell's not feeling very well at all today. Low-grade fever can't keep you any down. Aches, etc. No, Sonny. Did you go into the dreaded public and catch the flu? That sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Have you taken, have you taken the, ooh, yeah, well, that'll do it. I avoid gas stations, especially their bratwurst. You're a brave man. I've been down that path. I've been there. I've had my, I've had my, um, torpedo sausage wrapped things, man. Oof. Huh. <laughs> I just, you're bet, You deserve better than that, Sonny. You deserve better than that. So from the cell wall, from the cell walls of your to the music of now, thanks for being here, y'all. Happy Friday. Let's keep this show going, and I'll talk to you real soon. The first break is over, and hopefully my brain is back. I don't know why I was all foggy in the first one, um, that first little break. But doesn't matter, cause <clears throat> you guys don't need to know that part. That was Surface of the Sun um, by OTE, and before that, A Heavy Load by our boy Sven Carlson. You know how we feel. We love, we love the Svens, we love the Renskies, we love the Jurgens, we love the Swedes. That was the perf intro, but I, okay. Okay. <laughs> we actually have some Swedish news, believe it or not. And I'm down. I like this. Okay. I read the article and I kind of thought to myself, self, where you? Where do you land on this one? Right? Like what exactly does it mean when you read an article that says Sweden announces discovery of Europe's biggest deposit of rare earth metals. Now to give you a quick synopsis or er, summary. Basically, rare earth metals are what make all of this possible, okay? You have, <clears throat> like, um, no electronics work without these metals, okay? Without the rare earth metals. And we'll, we'll, I, I wish, I was wishing there was a, like, phosphorus, but, you know, there's a bunch. But I'm a dummy, so I don't know all the specifics. But basically, rare earth mines are a little controversial, believe it or not. Um, you have a lot of people who don't like that basically it's mining with chemicals and it involves a lot of mercury usually if it's done poorly. And traditionally the way that we have mined these these metals for our electronics is really bad. I mean, it's all behind closed doors. There's very little picture and video evidence, but the little bit that's out there about these mines are just, they're awful. They're the human's deserve better as the workers and the earth deserves so much better but ultimately that's what at first i thought i was gonna go with It's like hey look at sweden huh? they're gonna you know they're all like hey we're go green we're better than you screw you america and i thought okay that's the asshole way to think about it right that's the jerk ass way to think about it because here's the truth right now russia and china give us all of those medals period Okay. there's a few exceptions, but for the grand most part, if you have a cell phone, the metal in it came from a mine out of Russia or came out of a mine out of China, because, like I said, inhuman conditions, well, depending on the country, they either allow it or they don't. And unfortunately, in those countries, they are a lot more comfortable with people dying at work than other other nations. So the cool thing about this, though, is I thought, okay. So traditionally, historically, this is the way it's been done because it's been done in countries that don't give a shit, right? It's been done in countries that basically can do whatever they want because the population either can't or won't um, hold them accountable to stop the practice, right? If the money works and people take them, I mean, it, it, it's working. These people, they're not literal slaves. They're slave wages, but there's not literal slaves, man. But what else are they going to do? Eat, die? That's the kind of the shitty part of it. It's either they die in the mine and feed their family, or they don't feed their family and they die. It's a tough life. It's a hard part of the world. But with all that being said, Sweden comes out and says, Hey, bitch, look what we got. We got a big old mine. All right? <laughs> so, so I'll give you a little official word so it sounds smarter. So, Swedish state-owned mining company, LCAB, on Thursday... Said it had identified more than 1 million tons of rare earth oxides in the Kiruna area in the far north of the country, the largest known deposit in Europe. Excuse me. So the thing is, on its surface, it's easy to say, oh man, here we go. Now even Sweden's going to destroy the land. But here's where I'm more hopeful. Okay, so as much as I am cautiously optimistic, hey, I did it. As much as I am cautiously optimistic about this idea, I do believe that now, granted, for all things mining, it takes generations. So we won't have a follow up on this for like 15 years. I mean, even right here, LCAP said it planned to submit an application for an exploration concession in 2023. But added that it would be at least 10 to 15 years before it could potentially begin mining the deposit and shipping to the market. Which, yeah, it takes time to move Earth. It takes time to get equipment. It takes time to set up systems. Because the biggest thing that Sweden doesn't have is a mining economy. They have never done it before. They don't They don't have the infrastructure set up to mine. So they have to not only set up a mine... They have to set up an infrastructure that can deliver the goods of that mine to the country. I mean, you got to think, y'all, that is, a, that is an aggressive undertaking to take, you know? <clears throat> so, in a world where we have to wait 10 to 15 years to see if Sweden's going to do it better than China or Russia, imagine if they don't. Now, I'm just going to assume they are. I'm going to lean on the fact that, you know, they're going to try to use better technology, With because it's newer in a developed nation that's already starting with like a step up and Um You know, that's that's my hope right but in 10 to 15 years if all of a sudden we are reading an article Oh god imagine I'm doing the exact same thing 10 to 15 years from now slam my head into a desk and leave me there Uh, (laughs) But imagine if they didn't wouldn't that just be so sad? I'm not making great content right now, but that's okay. It's Friday. I'm, give, I'm giving it all I got, man. Ultimately, I'm trying to end it positive on this Friday. And you guys know me. I am a beacon of positivity. <laughs> um, and a, I'm just, I'm getting blown up with distractions. So I got, a head, I got a headphone up, man. There's just doors opening, closing, dogs are scratching. I got a lot of noises going on and no music and a horrible case of tinnitus. Uh, And actually right here. So we also need to focus on the entire chain of these metals. Products like high-efficiency magnets that we want to use for wind turbines, for traction engines EVs, and so on. Because literally everything electronic comes from a horrible mine. Everything. People have died for your cell phones, your Xbox controllers. It is just, that's the lowest part of the supply chain, y'all. It's human suffering. And it sucks because we can do better. We can do better. And they can do better. Those minds that have all this human suffering, they shouldn't, they should do better. They should do better. I'm calling them to do better right now. But
2: if they do, we will see. We will see.
1: Ship breaking, too. You've seen that before? Like, uh, I don't think so. Because are you talking about decommissioned, decommissioning ships for recycling? Like, is that what you're talking about, Sonny? Ship breaking. Yeah, they break. Yeah, so then I have. I have. And that shit is crazy, man. If you've ever seen these people work, it's it's a sight. It is a sight. You can't really see it because I'm not going to switch all this up. But yeah, so these dudes, they just... They scrap these ships, these jobs, and it's not safe, man. Like, they're just, they're cutting them up with torches. I mean, don't get me wrong. They do, they have an idea of what to do, but they don't. They just have torches, and they're, and they cut out all the shit, and then slowly but surely break it down. And it was funny, we were watching a YouTuber who, uh, that we watch, and he's overseas. I know I'm not on the camera right now. um, And in one of the video games he was playing it showed like a ship harvesting place where they like do this and he's just like why would they just leave a ship there and it, we just couldn't help but laugh because it's like because where else are you gonna put up dude like the people don't want them these this is trash but it's just giant trash you know and thank goodness somebody but yeah it's wild And then airplane graveyards, too. People don't even realize there's just acres upon acres of fields full of old, broken-down airplanes. The world's crazy if you open your eyes to see it, y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. The music is, it just ain't hidden today. We'll get it. Come on. We'll get it. For some reason, everything, like, the the world's echoing more. My ears are hypersensitive.
2: It could be the sobriety. (laughs) No, but seriously,
1: though, in a world of being off your vibe, sometimes, man, you just got to act like you're in the ocean. And ride it out you know you're bobbing up and down a little seawater gets you in the mouth you're gagging feel like you're drowning whole world's coming to an end what do you do you do what that damn fish said and you just keep swimming right because ultimately you know what to do we've done this before we've this ain't the first pony we've brought out to pasture all right it's just like riding a bike you just gotta figure out which pedal to put first, man. I'll tell you when was the last time y'all rode a bike? I imagine for Exner it's a bit it was yes, it was today, but for us Americans over here we're not we don't ride as bikes as often as you would think, especially if you don't live in the city. You have no reason. the only reason excuse me, the only reason you ride a bike is for like fun leisure or exercise because you're yeah exactly Exner. like. Last, it's probably been uh, last year. It was last year about when I rode a bike. And I rode it because of um, exercise. It wasn't for fun. And it, I do like riding bikes. It's a nice way to get around. You know, we live out in the country, so we got some pretty stuff to ride. But because I'm such a chunko, it's just harder to get, like, the enjoyment part because it's literally just so much effort. <laughs> But with that being said, well, that did even come up. But with that being said, um, whether, you're, whether your bike's got flat tires or a, a too small of a seat for your any booty, it's important to stay healthy. We talk about health a lot because there's mental health, there's physical health, and there's spiritual health. And you need to try to have all of those in balance as much as possible because it's mind, body, soul. It truly does connect. You know, the energy that we have that gives us motivation or gives or demotivates us, that all comes from within. It comes from what we feed our body. It comes from what we consume as content. And it it, it really is just all supported by what we do physically. You know, Exner just said, just yesterday, boom, she's out riding a bike. Think about the level of connection she is getting with the world around her. By being on a bike. She's using her physical energy. To transport her along the world. While her mind. Gets to take it all in. See the faces of people. That go along next to her. Right. Hear the wind go through her ears. Like. You know like all of those things. And then obviously the physicality of pedaling. All of those things are literally. Just being injected into her, her life. Simply through the act of riding a bike. Right now, my beautiful wife, my angel from heaven, my long brown-haired sex pistol of greatness and excellence, she's out there um, walking the dogs right now, and I guarantee you, she started pissed because they're being a shit today. They're being such a pain in the butt, right? But she's out there right now with two live animals that she's in control over, and she is with. She's part of the world again, right? She steps outside of our drywall um, you know, bird cage of 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 whatever this is, and she's breathing the air again. She's walking around, right? And she's just she's getting to tap back into nature. And unless the dogs are a shit even more, and hopefully she's listening, takes a big old deep breath and gives her boob a squeeze for me, she's probably gonna come back happier than when she left because ultimately she's getting, she's allowing the earth to do what it does best. And it takes on all of our problems. <laughs> well, if it buries our trash, covers our bodies, makes us land, whatever, whatever we need, the earth gives us. And we take it, baby. We absolutely take it. And that's okay, because that's what it's there for. The earth is the ultimate girdle. It is made for support. We should respect it, but ultimately, we got to respect ourselves. My mom always said you are more happy when you biked. Absolutely. Because and because not only probably cuz you like biking, but also because it's scientifically proven that extra physical exercise like physical um exertion releases chemicals in our brain that make us happy. It's just it's how much we allow ourselves to be happy from those chemicals is where I struggle because like, yeah, I may be happy or euphoric, but do you hear this? (laughs) Like if all that is also happening, it's hard to let the one chemical kind of dictate your thought. I almost choked there for a second. (coughs) That was a close one. So as we talk about health, though, I want to talk about something. That got a disclaimer put on my YouTube video.
3: <laughs>
1: right? Is there has been a wild uptick. And when I say wild, y'all, <laughs> I'm, it's like over 20%. 29.9%.
2: So if a third... If you have an increase of a third
1: in almost any way, you could argue it's bad, right? Like really bad. Because even in, say, money, if you have a third more money within a year, what happens? Deflation or inflation because you have so much money and it's not worth as much. So everything costs more, right? If you had like, a, a, a 30% increase in your oxygen level in your body will kill you. I if, mean, if the room, if the room that you have, are sitting in right now, if any one of those gases went up by 30%, you would die. You would, you would just, well, the oxygen, it would take you longer, but you would. That would be too much oxygen, man. That's a lot. Everything in this world, from the humans that live on the earth to the earth itself, a natural way of finding homeostasis there are things that change it and they really flow it out but from weather to medicine to life expectancy diseases homeostasis gets reached all the time okay and the thing about homeostasis is if we work with it it is amazing how good the world tends to work when we cut our roads with the flow of a river the, the intrusive nature of a road becomes so much less because we're going with nature, right? There's countries that have built um, uh, animal bridges over their highways so the animals don't have to cross the highway and then the animals naturally funnel to that bridge because homeostasis wants to be reached. Okay, so when we work towards homeostasis we will find it. But when certain things happen that are outside of the natural realm of the world, sometimes homeostasis takes a second to get there. And the reason I want to talk about this is I don't want to scare anybody. This is not made to make anybody be alarmed. This is to make people be uh, uh, um, informed and aware of how important your health is. Seriously, though. Because within two years, (laughs) a third more people died of something that previous to those two years was on the decline. And that shit matters because if all of a sudden heart attacks are up 30%, we need to make sure that we are taking care of our hearts. We need to make sure that we are figuring out what is going on and why it is going on because that is not homeostasis. 30% in two years isn't the way it goes. That ain't right. Right? Truly starting to look at the food that goes in your body because I there's there's two trains of thought Let me start out by saying this so this is um, An article it's COVID 19 surges linked to spike and heart attacks Because ultimately what I was I was like man. I keep seeing a lot of stuff about a heart attack I just had a friend my mom's had like 3 friends who have died of a heart attack. I had a friend who had just passed a di- of a heart attack. And ultimately, it is just it's the heart attacks are up, y'all. Heart attacks are up. Well, so this doctor, Yi Hoy Yo, sorry if I screwed up his name, he's a medical doctor at the Smith Heart Institute. They did a study. All right? They did a study to find out what the hell is going on <clears throat> with these heart attacks. So Dr. Yo I'm just Dr. Yo. Yeah, it's either Yao or Yo. Y E O. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. Dr. Yo, the dramatic rise in heart attacks during the pandemic has reversed what was a prior decade long steady improvement in cardiac deaths. Meaning, before the pandemic, heart attacks were going down, cardiac deaths were on the decline. Okay. And basically, we want to figure out, we are still learning the many ways by which COVID 19 affects the body regardless of age, gender, ethnicity, or race. Okay? This dude, they wanted to figure out what's going on. So they, using data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the researchers identified 1,522,699 deaths from heart attacks, medically acute, mitochondrial infections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between the dates. Okay, here's the important part. Here's what I want to touch on, and then I want to talk about it. All right. I just want to. This is what the study. So during that study, this is what they found. Okay. Um, in the year before the pandemic, so that would be 2019, end of 19. Okay. In the year before the pandemic, there's 143,787 heart attack deaths. Within the first year of the pandemic, that number increased 14% to 164,000. Right. Or 20 where am i Hexner? what year it's 23 so then yeah because the first real case of covid was in like october of it would have been 19 because then
2: 20 is when
1: because 20 is when lockdown started right pretty sure 20 is when (laughs) you were on a chair um i'm pretty sure 20 is when the lockdown started yeah okay so then right so the first reported cases were in october in wuhan in in october um the world really started to find out about it in 19 and then or 20 so and then january and then like the first couple cases started and then the lockdowns i mean with because we were going to go in march i think to overseas so then yeah the first so yeah 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 so anyway um the number had increased by 14% in that first year. So obviously, COVID and heart attacks, there's a, there's a correlation there. But also, lockdown and heart attacks, correlation there. You can't just blame one thing. You have to look at the totality of what was going on. So just think about now in a world where I bet you a lot more people, man, I would love to see the data of processed food sales. You know what I mean? I would love to see the data on processed food during lockdown. I bet you it's skyrocketed. Because of course, you can't, you're not going to restaurants, you know, like stuff shutting down. Interesting. Cause again, I want the answer. I don't want to blame the poke. I don't want to, you know, I want whatever's making it happen. I just want the truth. So, in a world of where you gotta think of all the things that cause this stuff to happen, you know. And then everyone says the masks are safe. I'm not saying they're not, but I'm not. I'm also saying it's worth looking to see if regular mask use and heart um, problems go hand in hand. Like truly look, unbiasedly look. So anyway, that's, I I
2: digress.
1: Um, Okay, so... So researchers found that although acute mitochondrial infarctions deaths during the pandemic increased across all age groups, the relative rise was most significant for the youngest group ages 25 to 44, which historically, y'all, 25 to 44, they do not have heart attacks very often. It's very unlikely that a young person will have a heart attack. It's just the heart is strong. The heart is powerful. But so by the second year of the pandemic, the observed compared to the predicted rates of heart attack death had increased by 29.9% for adult ages 25 to 44, 19% for adult ages 45 to 64, and 13.7% for adults age 65 and older. And it's very interesting because if you look at that age group, 25 to 54, I'm not saying they're the most important age group, but I am saying they are probably the hardest working. That age group right there is the meat and potatoes of the workforce. 25 to 44. It probably used to be younger. <laughs> but you know, it, but modern times means modern children. But 25 to 44 think about that for a second, man is 30 percent more of the workforce passes away because of heart attack? That is worth investigating. That is worth finding a reason too, because those numbers are significant. And I've also read that the COVID attacked the blood veins, the blood vessels from the lungs and heart. Exactly, and that's where as we discover more, it's important, right? Because, as they kind of want to go back to the as they map the human cell, right? As we discover more information about what exactly is going on, we can better solve the problem. One thing that we saw over the last couple of years was way too much shutting down of discussion, way too much of a push towards one thought, one way, one solution to the problem and i really feel like part of what we're seeing is the result of that because ultimately i don't believe there's one thing you can um blame here for this increase i truly believe it is the totality of the situation that has led to these numbers being as high as they need to be, or as high as they are. Because I just feel like if things were handled better, healthy people would have been better protected from this disease, man. But then again, the power of a man made disease is unbelievable. So there's also that. But ultimately, Dr. Yo, as you continue to unravel this secret, I ultimately hope that they proceed forward with curiosity to find the solution or to find the answer, but more importantly, from that answer, we find solutions to save lives because that's what it is. You know, the AIDS epidemic taught us tons about virology. As much as it's horrible and sad, through this trauma, if we do it right, humanity will be better because of it. And it's just important that doctors keep the politics out of science and just continually look for answers. That's really that's really the crux of it, y'all. Is we can't let the human hubris stop
2: us from finding the truth. Absolutely. So I mean ultimately
1: what a time to be alive. What a time. Keep it out of healthcare. Healthcare is for health. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but all the hardest part is people are people and people will bring their politics to their doctor and say, how come you're not? I saw this on the news. How come you're not doing this? It's like, oh. You know, and that's the hard part too. We have to be humble. I got, I was kicked out of a doctor's appointment for not wearing a mask and it was to see if I had cancer. So if that doesn't tell you that politics are over people, I don't know what to tell you, man. It, uh, it's
2: a shame. I don't think
1: so. Who's this? We gotta ban this guy. Um, but yeah, so in a world of, in, of information, stay educated, y'all, because what's going on in our world matters. It really does. It really, really does. Um, we ran late because we started early. The opposite. We're running late because we... Or we went, we're going late because we went late. And it's Friday. <laughs> well, the mouth isn't working very good today. But I want to say, for this January 13th, this Friday the 13th, you have endured another week of the Marcus Morning Radio Show. Some have been good, some have been great, some have been grand, and some have been late. But no matter what, if I'm muted... If I'm, if uh, I got no M rhymes, if I'm muted, married, or manly, you know, when it comes to Marcus, you're getting the truth. I want you guys to take today and just grab it by the hips and hump it into submission. We're going to take a quick break. Not as long as usual. I I don't know. We're going to take a quick break, get to the talking. We got some stuff to talk about. I hope. Um, we'll see what the brain comes up with today. And, you know, today was a big peacock day. You know, what, perfect example of, I'm a peacock and you gotta let me fly. Because I, I think the restriction of the topics, they got to be. Because the topics weren't exactly, I don't, apparently I didn't want to talk about this stuff today. Because if I don't care, it's hard to, I'm not going to fake it. I'm not going to fake it. I'll never fake it with you guys. Or will I? You'll never know because I'm such a good actor. So from my chicken shirt to yours, much love y'all. We'll see you soon. And (laughs) don't go nowhere.
0: fix me, but I don't want to be like you. Keep your stupid job, pretend that you're the person you want it to be. <laughs> and you're dying at the work, but work until you die. And you're dying at the work, but work until you die. You're dying not the work, but work until you die. You're dying, 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 dying inside. Say no, I'm not like you.